We've got a group of border vets calling themselves border vets that are patching up the gaps in the California border wall that have been ignored by the feds. So these people did their job for the federal government, retired. Now they're coming back for round two, doing the job of the federal government. What do we got going on? Let's get into it. Here we go. Do you remember that one hole that 60 Minutes did? (laughs) That one hole. 60 Minutes did in the southern border, 60 miles east of San Diego. And that's where 60 Minutes was like, all right, we've got all these Chinese nationals coming through and they're using TikTok and they're bringing, you know, hard case suitcases. They're not doing the backpack thing because they're flying in. Well, this is that area that a group of veterans went to. Let's watch a little video. Watch a little video. See what this actually looks like. Here we go. This hole in the fence. If you want something done, sometimes you got to do it yourself. What good is a wall if you can walk right around the corner of the wall? I'm standing in America right now. And now I'm standing in Mexico. Okay, I'm going to cross back over. It'd be super cool if you could pick me up. I'd like my free health care. I'd like my plane ticket, my new clothes, my lunch, my cell phone. America, you're being gaslit. We do not have a secure border. Oh, yeah. You want a secure nation? You need to vote for people who give a damn enough to come out here and do stuff like this because no one else is going to do it. They're going to do a lot of this, not a lot of that. All right, guys, we're standing right now at the spot that's been all over the news. A lot of people have come out here to film this hole in the wall. No one has yet to come and secure this hole in the fence. If you want something done, sometimes you got to do it yourself. What good is a wall if you can walk right around the corner of the wall? I'm standing in America right now. And now I'm standing in Mexico. Okay, I'm going to cross back over. It'd be super cool if you could pick me up. I'd like my free health care. I'd like my plane ticket, my new clothes, my lunch, my cell phone. America, you're being gaslit. We do not have a secure border. That's pretty funny. <laughs> so I was, I was reading about, about her elsewhere. She is, uh, that is Kate uh, Monroe. And she is running for the 49th Congressional District in California. That Congressional District runs from, get this article set up, um, that Congressional District runs from a little bit south of Huntington Beach in California to a little bit north of San Diego. Big area, and it goes inland, uh, follows the coast of the Pacific Ocean. So she is running for, for Congress from that district. And she went down there with a group of her vets known as border vets. Look at this crew. Look at these folks. These guys aren't messing around. These, these guys are no slouch. They can put up some concertina wire, can't they? And she, she's just right in there. I, I played a couple of click clips elsewhere. She literally on Amazon, and I looked it up, and I can verify this. She went to Amazon and <laughs> type in razor wire. And lo and behold, you can get 410 feet of razor wire in packs of 
what was it? Packs of, um, I don't know, 90 something feet. I don't know, but, uh, get it in two days, two day delivery. I mean, 119 bucks. It's crazy. It sent me some razor wire. I'm going to go down and fix that hole. And that's what she did. She literally went down, plugged the hole. I don't know how effective that is because the border is pretty big, but this is that one area that everybody's been squawking about. And she went down there and just took the bull by the horns and covered up that hole. A group of veteran uh, California veterans have taken it upon themselves to seal gaps in the U.S.-Mexico border, planting metal stakes and razor wire in hot spots where thousands of migrants have been illegally sneaking through. Kind of reminds me of Andrea Suarez, who you would have seen in a video last weekend with me, where um, we were interviewing the guy in Seattle who's mining and logging in a Seattle city park, and nobody's doing anything about it. But Andrea goes and has her We Heart Seattle, and she picks up garbage from steeply sloping areas throughout Seattle and homeless encampments and parks because the city just won't do it. The city doesn't endorse her. But it also tells her, don't go do that. Now, I've heard that these folks have been told by the government, not necessarily Customs and Border Protection officers, but other politicians, oh, you can't do that. We, we can't have civilians just going in there and fixing up the border. That's Customs and Border Protection's job, who, because of the dictate from high above, presidential level, they're not allowed to do their jobs. So you've got some vets <laughs> coming in and doing the Lord's work. It's crazy. The border vets have been focusing their work on Kumba Hot Springs. This is the uh, town way east of, uh, of San Diego. Kumba Hot Springs in the mountains around 60 miles east of San Diego, which has become a popular migrant crossing in recent months. At one point in time, I think it was like 10 years ago, a real estate dude bought Hakumba Hot Springs and he was going to make it into the hot spring. I don't know if what it is now, but he also owned a nudist colony and he was maybe going to make Hakumba Hot Springs, something like that. I don't know. I kind of lost interest at that point and went, all right, what about the hole in the wall that people are just coming through, right? Whoever it is that you're waiting for this to do for you, they're not coming, she is saying. It's going to be people like us, people like Americans, veterans. Retired Marine Kate Monroe told Border Report, It's really serious for everybody here that we protect our nation. The holes that we can find in the border wall where we're going to go ahead and get the razor wire and do our best to defend our country. Somebody's got to do it. These folks here doing it in California, Governor Greg Abbott in Texas. I mean, he has gone large scale with Operation Lone Star protecting the border. Other people might say, well, I mean, that's the government's job. Yeah, that's the point. Government isn't doing its job. Border protection is literally just accommodating millions of people into the country illegally and then just escorting them to the nearest migrant center. That's all good. It's all fine. That should be fine. <laughs> we are seeing, how about that deal in uh, Georgia? Young lady got killed. I mean, you're seeing examples of that all the time. And a lot of it comes from if you let enough people into the country that you don't know anything about, statistically speaking, you're going to have some bad hombres, right? I mean, it's just, it's going to happen. And the fact is, is that we know that 
we've stopped a hundred. I think at this point in time, 169 people known on the terrorist watch list, close to 40,000 illegal immigrants have been stopped at the border because they've got a, you know, some kind of felony conviction on their records. We're just, we're, we're not vetting any of these people. So it's not surprising that the stuff is just going sideways. But when I, when I heard the, um, my mom actually, I think was the one that made me aware of the 60 minutes piece. She was watching that. And uh, that was fairly upsetting for her because as an Australian citizen, and she still has her Australian citizenship and she worked super hard to get, become legal here in the United States. And, you know, she's had a, um, resident alien, I guess it is because at the time, back in the day, you either had an Australian citizenship or American, you couldn't have dual. So they were going to make her revoke her, her Australian citizenship. And she said, no, I don't think so. But, um, she's been, you know, basically an American citizen for close to 50, you know, over 50 years. I'm 55 and she's been here that long. So, uh, when she saw these people just kind of waltzing in through this little hole in the wall, she was like, what is going on here? TikTok, <laughs> and I think the vets are doing the same thing. They're going, you got a hole in the wall. Somebody fix it. I was wondering. So when I had that conversation with my mom, and that was probably was that three weeks ago, maybe more, something like that. It was like I was thinking, well, how long is it going to take somebody to fix a little hole in the wall? And granted, it's way beyond just you know a four foot section like everybody's describing this, but it's one of those hot spots. There are other areas where, you know, there's no wall at all. And so, you know, people go out far enough, you can cross the border. And But what so many of these migrants are doing, they're literally, you know, they want to get caught because they want to start those freebies. They want to start those benefits coming in. They want to start that asylum process and become legalized in the United States because, you know, this is where everybody's going. Hear, hear everybody bitch about, wow. If Trump wins, I'm going to move to Canada. I'm going to move to another country. Or, you know, same thing. If Biden wins again, I'm out of here. I can't take any more of this. Nobody ever leaves. Because where are you really going to go? You know what I mean? Where are you going to go? I, I'm, I'm going to go to Europe. All right. Good luck there. Enjoy their tax base. Yeah. All right. Have fun. Enjoy the weather. Customs and Border Protection emphasizes the public is prohibited from altering, modifying, or fixing the border barrier and only authorized border patrol agents and subcontractors and contractors have that authority. All right. But if they're not doing it and this is a matter of national security and there's this little issue with letting millions of people coming across the border, then yeah, it's kind of like taking up arms, right? It's you do what you got to do. And so that's what, that's what this young lady here is doing. And that's what this um, border vets are doing. They're literally taking matters into their own hands. Despite that, Monroe said that the vets carry out their work routinely and claimed that the border patrol agents they've encountered don't stop them putting up razor wire and are generally grateful for their help. Because the border vets are doing the job that, you know, that the chain of command has told Customs and Border Protection that they can't do. All right, guys, we know you signed up to be a border protection agent. All right. Yep. Yep. And I know, I know that's what we told you you were going to be. All right. So we got, we got this new president in town and he is hell bent on, he loves those far left people. I mean, we had that whole summer of love thing. I mean, you know, we had Trump in there for that. 
The minute Biden stepped in, he is getting rid of building the wall. He is going to do 64 executive actions. He's going to make things go back to, you know, the way they were before everybody wanted to come in. And there was really not much of border protection going on. But with our new guy here, yeah, you need to tone down doing your jobs. Here's what your new job description looks like. If people make it swimming across the Rio Grande and they come across and they get onto the U.S. side, then you you need to help them and you need to escort them to the white van. Get them dried off first, right? Get, get them some clothes, all that good stuff. Um, we need you guys to help them escort them to the white van and then they're going to be taken to a migrant center and then they're going to be shipped wherever the F they want. That's the new world order. Instead of sending them back into Mexico, wherever it is that they came from, we're not doing that anymore. How frustrated would you be if you were customs and border protection? I mean, that that's kind of, that's my thing because nobody goes into that job. It's like, um, be, you know, being a security officer, a police officer. And literally told, being told, you, you can't do your job. No can do. No can do. Just, see that car? That's got an armed robber in it. They just committed a robbery. But because you didn't see it, you can't chase them. Therefore, we're going to let them go. Like, okay, I hope we catch them at some point. You know, <laughs> what is this world that we're living in when retired, when vets have to do the job for what taxpaying citizens are already paying for? Wild stuff, right? Migrants increasingly arriving from Central Asia, Africa, and China. Africa and China. Senegal is what I'm seeing from so many of these videos. Senegal and China. Just thousands from China. As well as South America illegally sneak across the border near Hakumba Hot Springs and wait at an unofficial camp for Border Patrol who arrive with buses and transport them to a processing facility. They've got these camps set up. I mean, it's like uh, going through Snoqualmie Pass or um, Stevens Pass here in, in western Washington. You go from the Puget Sound side up and through the mountains, and then you get out on the eastern Washington. But when you go through the pass, you, know, you get into that kind of high desert type area, and it's kind of it's mountains. But here in California, it's like high desert, right? It's all, a lot of sun. You know, everything's just all bleached out desert you got some cactus you got some whatever and then all of a sudden you'll you'll have this roadway this freeway system and all of a sudden there will be just a whole bunch of tents and it'll be a migrant camp because it's close to where they're coming in through the border and they wait there to to basically get taken <laughs> to start their process of being americanized it's wild it's it's one of my other podcasts today is how there's a uh, uh, some politician in California who is putting together paperwork so that the illegals can now get in on down payments provided by the state for housing. They want to open up ability for illegals to purchase a home with funds provided by the state of California. I mean, that seems like a good idea, doesn't it? I mean, you've already got this massive shortage of housing in California. You've got the illegals competing with the homeless. California is numero uno for homeless in the United States and probably in the world. So the homeless are competing with the illegals for affordable housing. And so then you're just going to allow them, you know, you've, you've got this affordable housing crisis. You just don't have any cheap homes. And a lot of that has to do 
within these big blue states, big blue liberal cities, you've constricted the ability to replenish your supply of housing so badly with regulations and expensive permits and everything else. Try building anything in San Francisco is what I'm repeatedly told. Try building anything. You can't do it. It's, it's a nightmare and it's super expensive. So you're never going to have affordable housing. So now you've already got citizens of California struggling to buy a home because it's so damn expensive because you've ratcheted down the supply of housing, which has caused the housing prices to just skyrocket. So I've got so many Californians here in Seattle is because you can get so much of a bigger house here for way less money. That's the way it historically has been. But, you know, California and in Washington State, they've been, Washington State's been inching up as far as, you know, in the West Coast thing. We're still cheaper than um, a lot of our areas of LA, but um, we've got neighborhoods here that can compete anywhere. They're just outrageously expensive. And a lot of times it's because the Chinese have come in into Bellevue here specifically, and they have just bought up entire neighborhoods. It's, you know, they, they're parking their money and I don't blame them for it kind of one of those things. This is what happens. If the government allows it to happen, let it rip. Here we go. This is what happens. All right. So here is our uh, congresswoman or a potential congresswoman, 49th district of California. What good is a wall if you can walk right around? That's, that's a good point. It's not really a wall, is it? It's not really a barrier. It's more of a, it's a symbolic gesture. Like when she was hopping around on the video. Here, you're in Mexico. Here, you're in the U.S. Now, it'd be really cool if you could bring me my lunch. My, and she just starts listing off all of the freebies. And the freebies and the you know, international knowledge that if you go to the United States, they're going to give you free rent. They're going to give you free clothes. You don't have to wear those wet clothes from the Rio Grande. You don't have to wear those. Um, we're going to get, we're going to give you a cell phone. We're going to give you some money to get going. We're going to, we're going to figure out a place for you to sleep and live. We might even give you free housing, depending on what state you go to. I mean, you don't need to have a driver's license. You don't even to fly on a plane. We're going to work that out for you. I mean, I know all the other residents of the United States are going to be a little upset with you because you're getting all this free stuff and you don't have to really follow the rules. And that is literally what's happening. So she goes on to say, I will do it myself. And she's doing it herself. Now, a lot of this is she's literally doing it, but it's, you know, you've got, you know, border vets pitching in because nobody else is doing it. How long was that old hole there? Long time, weeks, right? And we just know that it's the thing. You'll see all these YouTubers running around. Oh, look, at I'm coming in through the border. They're coming in by the hundreds of thousands last year. 2.4 million, million. I mean, this is a known quantity. So we, um, Biden and uh, Trump will be in Texas at the border on what it is. It is uh, Thursday, the 29th of February. Biden is going or has gone, depending on when you, you um, watch this. Biden will go to Brownsville. Why Brownsville? There's no action. I mean, there's a lot of illegal immigrant action in Brownsville, but all the other major events have happened in Eagle Pass. That's where Trump is going. So you think the two parties called up, hey, we're going to go to Brownsville. Ah, We're going to go to Eagle Pass, wave in the air and our Air Force One and whatever kind of jet that Trump flies in now. 
Yeah. I, at what 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 is Biden going to get from his deal at the border? Well, I effed this one up pretty bad. God, yeah, it was terrible. Do you see all those people that came across? Somebody should really do something about that. <laughs> that does not seem like well, who's in charge here. What's going on? What what, what are they do? What what you guys? You guys got to secure the border, uh, Mr. President. You've been telling him for three years the border is secure. Your vice president specifically said the border is secure, but. Oh, I did that? All right. You guys got any good ice cream down here in Brownsville? I need some ice cream. Got to get me some ice cream. (laughs) If the illegals are deemed eligible to pursue asylum applications, they are given papers and allowed into the country. According to officials, more than 1,300 newly arrived migrants were dropped in the streets of San Diego over the weekend, this past weekend completely overwhelming the resources after the welcome center that helped process them was forced to close down due to a lack of funding. And it closed down early. It was supposed to be open until March, I believe. But you had so many people come through that they chewed through their resources. Imagine that. You tell everybody around the world, hey, United States is open. Border's open. With Biden in charge, border is open. Go there. And so you've literally had these wave after wave after wave of illegal immigrants coming into the country. And you've got folks that are saying, no, no. All right. We know we can't secure the whole border, but we're going to do what we can. We're going to put razor wire in this one little spot. We're at least going to, you know, clog that, you know, little opening up a little bit. This is entirely the fault of the federal government for its open border policies in the state of California for incentivizing People from around the world to come here, said San Diego County Supervisor Jim Desmond, blasted in a tweet posted Sunday. And yet you've got these other knuckleheads that are like, oh, we've got to help them out. You can only help so many people. And you know what? Helping people and just bringing in millions of people to the country that we don't know what they're about. We don't, we haven't had a vetting process for them. We are watching that unfold in real time, how that's going. And it's it's like the the girl in in Georgia who just recently got killed. How's that going for her and her family? Not all that well. Not all that well. I'm not saying that every illegal is a criminal, but statistically, and we know because we've captured them at the border, thousands of them are. Bunch of them are families, husband, wife, whatever. They bring kids. They want to work. They want to get that work visa. They want to get this bad boy going. In my opinion, you got to do that. You, you keep them in Mexico. You keep them wherever they tried to come through. Keep them there until they get the authorization to come into the U.S. That's remain in Mexico policy. You need to do that. This parole, this mass parole, where even before they have their work visa, you're just cutting them loose into the country. That needs to be switched up. Go full tilt on the wall. Bunch of other executive actions that can be reeled back and actually start to let border protection do the job that the the, um, National Guard in Texas is doing now, give them the rights to do that, you're going to halt down these, you're going to bring these numbers down pretty quickly, just like Greg Abbott has done in Texas. And he's forced all of this to, to this area here. That's why we're reading this story. That's why you've got a group here that is basically doing Customs and Border Protection work because you've got so much pressure coming up that West Coast, West Coast, into California. And I think, I think 
we're in for a Wally banger here on the West Coast. We've got, um, there's a church here in Tukwila that um, is just, ah, bring us your poor, bring us your, yeah, you got a whole bunch of homeless people competing with space with the illegal immigrants, and it's not going well. So today in Seattle, you've got people marching for federal funds for the city or feds or state or whomever to hand out some more money because you got a bunch of illegals hanging out in, you know, a um, church parking lot in Tuck Willow, which is south of Seattle. Whole thing is just if we had a border process and we kept to it, this would look wildly different. You wouldn't have to have these sanctuary cities. It just wouldn't be a thing. Instead, you've got all these entities kind of fighting against each other. And it's this push-pull, what's going to happen? And what's going to happen is what that happened to that one gal in, in uh, Georgia recently, and her life was ended. You're going to have a bunch of that. And you're going to have frustrated people in the country who can't work, and they're going to get into shenanigans. They're going to get into, and we're seeing that happen. I mean, in the news story, it's just going to glom onto that and just go, I told you so including guys like me reading these stories, because this is literally what is going on in your world. U.S. Customs and Border Protection data obtained by Fox News reveals nearly 140,000 illegal immigrants in total have crossed into just the San Diego sector, not the Tucson sector next door, San Diego sector since fiscal year 2024 began on October 1st. 140,000 in the U.S. crossed that sector since October 1st. And we're in late February. I mean, you are bringing them in by the hundreds of thousands. The Border Patrol tells us that we're going to go from about 300 drop-offs a day to maybe a thousand drop-offs a day, Mayor Bill Wellis said Thursday. Okay, so you're going to more than triple what's coming in right now. How do you think that's going to work out in California? who already doesn't have housing for its existing homeless population base. This is what I repeatedly, I've just got on loop, right? This isn't going to work out well. You got shenanigans coming, folks. And you guys know, if you've been following me long enough, I am not a sky is falling kind of guy. I'm more of a, well, we'll just see how this works out. Get out the popcorn. It should be entertaining, if nothing else, because this isn't going to go, you know, swimmingly. But with what the numbers that we are hearing projected, I mean, you've got the siege style coming to San Diego and to Arizona and to New Mexico to, to some extent and to the Canadian border as well. This is going to have an impact on that because, you know, Greg Abbott is basically, yeah, you can't come through here. You can, but it's going to make, we're going to make it real difficult on you. And if our National Guard gets to you first, probably going to deport your ass. That's just what we're doing. Oh, but Texas is just oh so unforgiving. They don't like the illegals. <laughs> you hear that story on CNN and you're like, what's wrong with you people? So here's a man wearing a face mask and cap. He climbs through a gap in the border wall. It used to be that you would run from Customs and Border Protection officers, right? If you're an illegal coming in, you'd run from them because they would arrest you and they would turn you over to the legal system and you would get deported. Not anymore. It's like they're coming and, you know, here's my border protection, buddy. Give me a big hug there. Give me a big hug. Give me my lunch. Give me my free clothes. Give me my $10,000 preloaded visa. That's one of the things that people in New York City are pretty worked up about. That whole thing is just a debacle. Give me my home loan. I want my down payment assistance on my home loan. 
No, I don't have a social security number. No, I don't have a driver's license. I don't have anything, man, but gimme. Kind of what people are perceiving to be the reality. And you know what? It's not that far, babe. It's not that far off. Not that far off. Nearly 7.3 million encounters have been recorded at the border under President Biden, a number greater than the population of 36 individual states. Hmm. In other words, it's a big effing number, right? The majority of those encounters were with migrants hoping to start a new life in the U.S. because they've been told this is a deal. This is the thing. You got to push back on that. You got to push back on that like these, these vets are doing, border vets. Customs and Border Protection has already reported 961,537 border encounters in the fiscal year, which runs from October through September. That is total. All border. Almost a million. All right. Numbers are up, folks. It's going to be a banner year. We're going to break all kinds of records. Unfortunately, not the ones you want to break. I think that happens this year. I think in 2024, you go way beyond the 2.4 million we had this last year, 2023. I think it's a banner year. It's a bumper crop for, <laughs> for something, for someone, right? The current pace of illegal immigration does not slow down. Fiscal year 2024 will break last year's record of 2.475,669 border encounters, na- encounters nationwide. So there you have it. You know, one of the things I was talking about my every, is it five years here in the state of Washington? If you're a real estate agent, you have to get your fingerprints taken. Um, why do you have to renew fingerprints? Fingerprints, if you have a set of fingerprints on file, why does the government require you to do that more than one time? Fingerprints don't change, right? I mean, is there something here? genetically i'm not aware of oh yeah sean well people uh, they take acid and they burn off their fingertips and then they put new ones on all right yeah okay why do we have to get our fingerprints done more than you know once every five years once once ever but the other issue is when i was talking to my girlfriend about this because earlier today she was literally getting her fingerprints redone to renew her real estate broker's license with summit properties northwest So these folks don't have to have a driver's license, don't have to have a passport to fly, and they get all kinds of gimmies, all kinds of hands out. They get housing, cell phone, I mean, pocket change, you name it. Everybody bends over backwards to get them a job. But licensed real estate agents in the state of Washington, we have to go through a fingerprinting process and pay money. And on top of that, pay a bunch of money to renew our licenses. And on top of that, pay some more money to take some ridiculous classes that tell us, ah, here's the things you can't violate because otherwise you might lose your license. I mean, it almost pays to be an illegal, doesn't it? You don't have to go through all that crap and you still get all the good, good stuff. So we've got 7.4 million people, 7.3 million encounters into the United States, how many of those people got fingerprinted? And yet, in order to sell real estate in the state of Washington, you got to get your fingerprints taken? And I understand. It's a security issue, right? You don't want a bunch of people running around that have access to people's homes, and you've got the MLS key, 
You can, you know, pop that bad boy open and go through anybody's home. That's the point when you're trying to sell a home. You need to have this access and be able to, hey, got a client. They want to take a look at your house. It's go time. And, you know, those sellers may still be living in the home. So they got a skedaddle or, you know, you've got this uh, known situation where they're going to be there, but they're going to walk outside and they're going to be on the back patio as you do your walkthrough. But you've got, what I'm saying is that you've got the, you know, fingernail, not fingernail, fingerprint situation is for security. But 7.3 million that haven't had their fingerprints taken is none of them do as far as I'm aware of. I mean, they barely, you know, enter their information into what is known as a database that doesn't really have much data in it. I mean, you know, we're only really able to catch a fraction of the criminals coming through because they tell us a different name that doesn't match up with criminal history in whatever country they came from. And they tell us whatever country they came from. And we're like, okay, you came from Brazil. All right. Okay. Came from Guatemala. Is that with an A or an E at the end? You know, (laughs) we're literally just hosting here. We are hosting 7.3 million, and many of those people will be permanently hosted and they will be a drag on resources. Now, some of them will get jobs and they'll do that whole thing. But uh, what you've got going on right now is unsustainable, and people like the border vets are having to step in to literally just kind of put the hole in the enormous amount that's streaming in. They shouldn't have to do that. This is ridiculous. We've got Customs and Border Protection to do that. That's not what they're doing. And that's why this is so absolutely ridiculous, the situation you've got going on. So it'll be interesting to see moving forward with the 2024 elections. This is the big, huge, hot topic. And a lot of it has to do with these big cities. These big sanctuary cities are now recognizing, they are now realizing, oh, it costs a lot of money to house these folks. and You know, give them clothes and give them medical care. California is giving medical care to the illegals all day long. They just, they're handing it out. New York City, $10,000 debit cards. Not joking. That's not all at once, but they're up to, I think it's a grand a pop for a family of whatever. You got those tiered things. These folks are getting a lot of handouts and the rest of the citizens are going, hey, you're getting all that stuff. What about me? I've been here working. I'm legal. I was born here. Where's all my freebies? Yeah. That's getting a little tricky. So there's the rub, the 2024 election. Will it be enough to move the needle into a more reasonable position? Who knows? Probably not. I don't know. Tune in because we'll talk about it either which way. All right. That's it for me on this one. Thanks so much for being here. I'd love to have you subscribe, hit the notification bell, hit the like button for this video, all that good stuff. Thanks again for being here. I'll catch up with you in the next one. Bye for now.